Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. And, uh, yeah, usual drill, basically. Games, movies, TV. Something from the week when this was recorded. Um, that's probably about it, to be fair. Hmm. If you're checking us out on YouTube, do subscribe, because uh, it's cool. And if you're an audio listener, then uh, subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, or anywhere that you can get a podcast from. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. sat down without the old man sound. My word. Maybe I'm getting younger. Maybe I've got that Benjamin Button thing going on. That's absolutely not true. My body is ready for the scrap heap. Hey, how you doing? You well? You good? Um, so, a little bit of business. A little bit of housekeeping. I think we should call it, before we get started, did a lot of podcast coding over the weekend, and here's the situation, I'm looking at the list, I'm like, there's nothing on the list, other than a lot of the stuff, a lot of stuff that's like going on at the moment, and then literally like, one film, one VR game, one game. What are the chances that this podcast ends up being over an hour? So we'll we'll come to it. It's actually an agenda item on the list. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Um, did a lot of podcast coding, as I said, and uh, I've noticed a bit of a bit of a trend, bit of a pattern at the moment. Um, not a huge amount to talk about, you know, there's very little going on in the world, but then these podcasts end up running a bit, bit longer, whatever. Anyway, we'll come on to that. That was not how I, how I pictured it. That was not how I imagined it. As far as housekeeping's concerned, you'd probably say that the house is still dirty. So, so yeah. Here we go. Something to uh, something to ponder over. First order of business is so uh, my email address, uh, and this is my personal email address, not the um, not the podcast email address. Thankfully, uh, my personal email address. I keep saying to people, uh, it's got out there. Um. I don't know. I don't know what's happened. I don't know how it's happened. I don't know, you know, whether I've clicked the wrong thing on a re- on on the wrong website. And I don't mean that as like the wrong website. I mean like just with all these cookies, um, and you've got to 
say yes to this and no to that and some websites make it really difficult for you to say no some websites make it quite easy but at the same time you still have to go through the process of saying that you don't want to do certain things i'm very much in the camp of do not use my data for anything and it offends me that you are still you know in a position to still use certain amounts of data anyway um and i think i've probably spoken about this at length before i remember um the upset of the um the nero's coffee app um and actually sitting down and reading through the um the terms and conditions of the app and just being horrified about how um how data gets used um and it's all there it's all there in terms and conditions and it's just it's it's horrific it's so bad um things like uh if you use the wi-fi in the store anything that you then do on their wi-fi is fair game so if, for example if you go onto facebook using their wi-fi um yeah like your facebook all of your contacts um friends photos all of that sort of stuff was all fair game um now at this point in time i'm not blaming i'm not blaming nero's um you know they are still very much my favorite my uh, my go-to coffee establishment uh but i'm just giving an example um so i don't know how it's happened um whether it's i've clicked the wrong thing in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong person um or what i don't know how it's happened what i do know is i now get on average between four and ten emails a day that's just it's it's just it's spam it's all spam it's the email equivalent of cold callers and it's just some of the stuff you get sent one of them and i was like right well there's an option there to unsubscribe uh from this so i pressed the i pressed the unsubscribe button and it just took me to a website where that wanted to sell me something there was no there was no link between the email I've received and the website it took me to and any sort of like I want to unsubscribe from this email uh, and when I'm sat at the computer I can literally mark them as this is spam I don't want to see this get it the hell out of here um, when I'm on my phone I can't find a way to do that I can move the email to the spam folder but I can't like mark it as spam and it's just like some of the stuff like when when the presidential election was going on I was getting a lot of like support Biden emails that were clearly um, you know they're clearly, they're clearly fraudulent and um, just designed to steal all my money 
all my millions. Um, but I wrote it on the list today because, well, in fact, right, I've got my phone here. So this is this kind of thing because I, I get the feeling that at this point some people might be like, why the hell are you, are you bothering us with this nonsense? Where's that here? Here we go. Now then, how do I say this? Oh, I'm receiving emails now. Uh, right. You're approved. That's the title of the email, but it's spelt Y-O-U-R-E. All one word. All one. It's, that is just one word. Um... So, some I've I've been approved. You're approved. Some kind of reward. Open immediately. Your email has been accept, uh, uh, has been selected. Get a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. So we're not even in the right currency. Gift card. For something that I wouldn't even be able to pronounce. And apparently my opinion is important is that an unsubscribe um, oh apparently this is a New York based uh, New York based whatever um, yeah unsubscribe does absolutely nothing unsubscribe probably makes it worse that's probably why i'm getting so many maybe i've tried to unsubscribe from something and that's why i'm now getting all these emails um but i get multiple emails a day i'm just trying to find a, another example he says I get so many a day. No, I can't find any of them. That's because I, I moved them all. I've been them all. So, I'm in a situation now where I'm now like, well, hang on a minute. Let's say my email address has got out into the ether, into the, into the world wide web. And somebody is now, or a group of people are now trying to defraud me for all my money. How do you stop that from happening? Because I, I just get bombarded with emails all day, every day now. And like I say, you know, you move it to the spam phone and you just get like more the next day from different places. Um, it's just, it's constant, it's non-stop. It's, but I, I've been left with this thought and feeling of how do I stop this from happening? What is the method? You know, part of me is like, am I going to have to close my email address down? I've had that email address for donkey's years. Donkey's years, I tell you. Um, so yeah, some of the stresses and strains of, uh, of the average day in, uh, in my brain. Um, right, let's get into some, some nitty gritty. Um, cast your minds back. Quite a while. What will it be? Where are we? 
six weeks, eight weeks? No, six weeks, let's say. Cast your minds back six weeks. Which won't be six weeks at the time that you hear this, so, you know, more than six weeks. Anybody remember when it was like Christmas and I was um, boasting that I'd lost weight over Christmas? So, the way my life, my world, my mind works is certain things, certain good things, it's hard to explain, it's like, like when I was like, oh, I lost weight over Christmas, so what that means is that I can go completely off the rails. It's like everything that you didn't eat at the time that you could have eaten it, you know, for like one week. Yeah, just just eat it now, because you 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 know you were you were successful in your goal. Add to that getting a a small addiction for anything with the word Oreo on it. Anything that says Oreo, I'm like, yeah, yes, please. And it's it's been it's been a difficult time. I'm not gonna lie, it's been a difficult time. Um, like it's, it's anything. Double stuff. Single thins. Uh, I had a mint Oreo the other day. Uh, I found some uh, found some Halloween. Oreos, uh, they were they were exactly the same, but they were or the 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 stuff was orange, same flavour though. Um, but that but it but, but the Oreos have been like some kind of gateway drug. So on my on my cheat day, I was like, Oreos are not going to cut it today. I've had my cheat meal. It's time for my cheat pudding. Uh, it's it's chocolate o'clock. Um, I generally I generally have a bit of a love hate situation with chocolate, and this has always been this way. Always since I was a child, I have been like, oh my god, chocolate, get in my body, and just smash it into the face. And then there have been other times where I've been like, do you know what? I can't think of anything worse in this world than chocolate. And that has been my my life since being a child. And I can't explain it. I think it was something to do with like summer and winter. Like as, as, uh, at that time, all I could think was there was nothing worse than like a melted chocolate bar. So like when you're in the in the summer months, the last thing you would want would be chocolate. Weirdly, though, uh, oh, and I am I am deeply, deeply offended by chocolate in the fridge. That is deeply offensive to me. So don't don't even don't even go down that road. Root 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 route so there's that so Saturday cheat mail cheat 
whatever, cheap tea, meal, you know, meal, pudding. I was out jonesing for some chocolate. Absolutely jonesing. So, I then have to go hunting for chocolate because it's not a thing that is really in the house. Um, luckily for me, uh, not luckily for my diet, but luckily for me, um, we still had leftover Super Bowl treats, uh, so I was uh, I was tucking into some M and M's. Uh, but yeah, Oreos. I've got into this thing of having uh, a three o'clock cup of tea and some sort of Oreo to dip in it. Cup of tea? Jesus! What is wrong with you, man? Coffee? I don't drink tea because it's the absolute, absolute worst thing ever. Um, coffee, Oreo to dip in it. Once you start down that sort of route, once you start down the, oh, it's three o'clock, best go and get me coffee and me Oreo, it's, it's kind of game over, I find. It's tough to get out of, but it's real easy to not only continue, but be like, oh, you know, I had, I had my three o'clock uh, coffee and Oreo. Um, eight o'clock now. Uh, I'm going to have a cup of coffee. Um, last cup of coffee of the day sort of thing. Oh, man, it's just not the same without an Oreo, is it? I, mean, I suppose I can have one. You know, it's, that sort, it's that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I... I am not happy about any of this situation, um, but <laughs> since since like the week after Christmas to now, which like I say is like six weeks or something, it's been it's been a little off the rails. Um, and yeah. And, you know, I've reached this point now where it's like, right, you know, it's time to get back on track. And um, I've been using the using the slow cooker to make pretty much like 90% of the meals. But I think sort of the realisation of maybe it's not slow cooker time anymore. Maybe it's time to move and ultimately, you know, transcend back to uh, salad in the warmer months. Um, so yeah, uh, a shift is happening, um, but yeah, I've been, I've been off the rails, um, which here's, here's something and you know when you're just like, uh? so last, last Monday was the day after Super Bowl, or in some ways the day of the Super Bowl. And I got up, and all I could think was I just need to get, you know, working and uh, and things like that. And as I like, today is not the day to step on the scales, so I made I made the conscious decision to not go on the scales. Um, 
some part of me thinks that was absolutely the right the right thing to do because I had eaten my body weight in in all sorts of stuff so I was like let's just take the week off um, and then we'll just you know work out get some runs in all that what <laughs> let's add to that so think of we're off we're starting the week on a bad foot let's add to it let's add lots not lots enough snow to not be able to go running Monday morning so uh, so we're, we're two and oh at this point let's then add to that uh, enough snow to not go running Tuesday morning and Wednesday's a rest day anyway I'm like we're in we're in a bad place at this point in time because it's already start tricking you know it's already filtering through the brain the brain do we do we need to go running anymore you know maybe have another Oreo it's it's all going like like this this last week was a proper off the rails situation so by Thursday I was like get out that door now get a run done so Thursday Friday Saturday rest day from from running uh, Sunday brings us to today so I was like if I if I had to guess I'm gonna say I'm gonna step on the scales and I will have put on six pounds that was comfortable to me not in a I'd have been happy with that no what I mean is if I'd have put if I'd have stepped on the scales and it said that I'd put on six pounds in weight I'd have been like yeah that's about right and then it would have just been like a new goal let's get rid of those six pounds more than that I'd have been a bit in the camp of do you know what that's not amazing like if it had been eight pounds i'd have been like that's not amazing but i'd have still been like yeah you know that's right that's fair any more than that you know just probably have a little cry um i feel i feel because i'm not i've not talked about something i feel like i'm jumping ahead a little um so how's this let's jump backwards to we'll go back to come forwards so i didn't run all week up till thursday thursday i get out of the door i'm like just do the run the, the standard run get under your belt jump up which i did um and that was that friday out the door got the run done job done so at this point in time there's two things one i'm doing a challenge in the month of february just it's just a thing as part of run keeper um at the start of the month it was like do you want to do a challenge i was like yeah cool so like, what do you want to do i was like i don't know i want to run 50 miles in february because it's short a month uh, so that's a real challenge okay you're gonna run 50 miles in february do you know what doesn't help you run 50 miles in February? Missing two days 
when it was already going to be a stretch when I actually worked it out it was like oh that's yeah that's a lot anywho so um, gets to Saturday now Saturday is the long run day so I was like do you know what I've been working through um, you know I know I can do three miles and I know that after doing three miles I kind of feel like I could have done more um, so maybe all of these factors put together to mean that I should do a long run so maybe we're talking five miles no it's a big jump admittedly from three to five um, it's so what this five three point something three and a half miles I used to work on the principal was 5k so it's another mile and a half on three and a half so what are you thinking like six six and a half k It's a jump. We're not. We're not saying it's not. Uh, me and Leanne had been having a conversation about different runs in the area, and she told me she was like, "I've got a run for you," and it was like, "Run from here to town. Run from town, like um, Fishergate, Fulford. Uh, which, if you don't live in York, <laughs> you probably don't know what those places are." Um, down into into Fulford, along um, up Broadway, up past the the golf course, up past the university, um, all of that sort of stuff. She's like, that's five miles, and I was just thinking, I'm good, thanks, because that's a really long way for only five miles. She was like, I've got another run for you. Go out down the road. Go um, round the corner. All the way out onto the main road. Come back. That's two miles. So I was like, if that's two miles. And my other run's three miles. Two and three is five the last time I checked. That's my run right there. That's it. So secretly in my head, I was like, I'm going to do that run. Um, so I set out on Saturday morning for this this monster run. Uh, monster to me, not, not to others. I'm, I'm aware of this. Man. So we've had some proper, like, minus, like, minus six mornings recently. <clears throat> I set out I got over the road the wind was so cold I could feel it going through to my bones like the wind was just going through to my very core and I was just like I, I don't think I can do this 
and I'm looking at the road ahead and I'm like, oh, we're going downhill, like, you know, there's some buildings and stuff, so I'm, I'll, I'll be shielded somewhat, and once I get so far, I'll warm up and all this, but I was properly like, I mean, can I walk it, does that still count? Anyway, got out, did my, um, I think it was about two and a half miles to start with, so then I set out, after doing that, I set out to do the, the two-mile section. What I'd been told was two miles. Um, so I'm heading back towards home. And I had a podcast playing, and I had to change the podcast. So I'm changing the podcast. And because of that, I had to open the phone. And I'm coming on the home stretch and the and run keepers like you've done four miles and I was just like how it's physically impossible to have only done four miles because without adding on that massive section I've just done it would have been three and there is no way on this earth the section I just added on was only a mile it's physically impossible it's, there is no possible way that that, uh, that bit I added on was only a mile so rather than turning towards home I turned away from home I was like screw this I'm not having this so I headed out opposite way to home through all the houses through all the streets up onto um, onto a different main road heading away from home so then I was like right if I now turn towards home and run this this is a long section of road and then there's you know getting home and stuff I think we'll have done it so I got back uh, I think it was was it an hour and three minutes or something 4.6 miles honestly I was just like nah I'm not accepting that I ran a 10k once in that sort of time just and I know I'm not at that at, at 10k sort of speed these days but it's just it's physically impossible um I was mortified. So that was my Saturday. So I've got these, the, all of these factors working together. So that brings us back to stepping on the scales this morning. Now there was one thing, and one thing I haven't mentioned, because you know when you're telling a story, you want to leave the a little bit of a suspense, leave the best to last, all of that sort of stuff. There was one thing I knew above all of this that didn't add up. And I thought maybe it was a glitch in the matrix. Because I'm an old man. Well, I've been, when, I, when I work out, there are certain exercises that I wear a, a belt. Uh, a weight belt. Now I know some of you at this point are like, well, that's, not, that's not being an old man, that's proper genetica, my friend. And I agree. But I'm late to the party. So for certain exercises, I wear a weight belt. 
And what I've realised over the course of the last week is that I've, that, that I've gone on to a different notch. Then what I realised was that the difference between these notches is like an inch. And I tried absolutely everything to be like, maybe I'm just wearing it in a different position. Was I wearing different clothes when I was wearing this last? Maybe that's it. Maybe I was wearing the clothes in a different place. Maybe the belt sits differently with these trousers. Maybe the belt sits differently with this jacket. I even got to the point, it's like, not quite half an inch thick. But I got to a point like, I suppose it could have, stre it could have stretched. You know, all of these sorts of things. To ignore the fact that when I was putting the belt on, I was previously at one notch, and then I'm now at a different notch. I think we know what's coming here. Stepped on the scales this morning after just being completely off the rails, and I had lost weight. I cannot explain that other than there is a theory behind a higher calorie intake is um, it is better in you know certain working situations you know if you're if you're running and you're working out and all that you should probably be taking on a few more calories but I think it works on the principle you should probably be taking on you know good calories yeah, a bit more protein maybe um, I don't think anywhere in the guide to losing weight and getting jacked does it say eat Oreo biscuits um, so yeah after um, a month of, of not losing any weight uh, I, I did in fact lose weight today um, and no no, I can't understand it, and no, I can't explain it. So, uh, if you are in the business, which business? Who knows? If you're in the business and you want to write in and tell me why this has happened, feel free. I will, I will not only listen to what you have to say, I will, uh, I will read out your findings. Um, because, yeah, that's uh, super baffling. Now then, the housekeeping that I did very poorly at the start of the episode was alluding to something. So the pattern I've seen recently is that, you know, we're all locked in the house and we've got nowhere to go, no one to see, nothing to do. Yet, the pattern I've noticed is I coded four podcasts at the weekend and each of them just got longer. I think one of them, one of the more recent ones, was skirting the edge of an hour and a half and I was like you know something nobody listens to this anyway but of the people that do listen do I honestly believe that those people are sitting for an hour and a half and listening to me yammer on about you know well it's nonsense isn't it let's face it so 
way back in the dark depths of the of time when I decided, hey, I've got a great idea. Let's uh, let's do a podcast. Um, I was heavily influenced by other podcasters, um, as we know, Bill Burr, Kevin Smith, um, Joe Rogan to some degree, so on and so forth. Something that struck me was um, Bill Burr does two podcasts a week. One's like an hour on average. The other is half an hour with uh, with old content added to it. And when I saw that time that was skirting an hour and a half, I was like, I mean, that's, that's too long. And then I, I started thinking. And I was like... Wonder if maybe it's time to uh, to split this this podcast down. Maybe it's time to start doing a second podcast for people to, you know, not listen to. Um, so again, I'm throwing this out to you, the uh, the podcast listener, stroke viewer, stroke, you know, fan. What do you think? another podcast do like a Monday and a Friday and release them on a Tuesday and a Saturday if I was going to do that what I would probably do is look at bringing the whole the whole thing a lot more up to date like release sort of everything that I've got at the moment and then uh, maybe look at doing like a more current release schedule type thing I don't know I'm just I'm just thinking you know ideas uh, let me know what you think anyway I'll leave it in your capable hands so there we go I haven't watched a massive number of films this week um, I've, been, I've been trying to get through um, Two Bears One Sap the Two Bears One Cave live event that they did uh, for the Super Bowl with Warren Sap uh, it was four and a half hours long it's taken me a week to get through it I finished it this evening um, it wasn't amazing if I'm honest um in hindsight, I, I actually wished I'd have watched it at the time of the Super Bowl. Uh, but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, isn't it? I did watch a film the other day. I didn't write it on the list, but I'm actually going to talk about it briefly. It was a film called We Own the Night. Not a bad cast list Joaquin Phoenix Mark Wahlberg Robert Duvall and Ava Mendes and it was like two sides of a thing it was like the, the cops and the other side was like the bad guys whatever you want um, however 
they were the two sides were joined in the middle by um, by Joaquin Phoenix's character because he is uh, he was the brother of Mark Wahlberg's character who was a police officer and the son of Robert Duvall who was a police officer but he was more involved with the he wasn't more involved he was just connected to illegal activities even though he himself wasn't majorly doing anything illegal um, so when I was looking at it I was like good cast list interesting premise yeah yeah you know what yeah let's do this up until about halfway through I was I was on board with this film and then it just it just kind of took a bit of a nosedive and by the like three quarters of the way through and, and especially towards the very end of the film I just reached a point where I was like what is the point to this I was just struggling struggling to care and weirdly I thought about it and I was like with a, with a cast list the way it is why have I not heard about this film and I think that was the reason why it wasn't it wasn't overly compelling I don't think I think I was just a bit like I am watching this and stuff is happening do I care not really in a lot of ways it was fine but I, I, I just ended up wondering what the deal was I was very much in the kind of what are we doing here um, so like I said I didn't actually put it down on the list because I was just a bit disappointed with the whole experience um, but there I've ended up talking about it anyway um, this is going to be another week where I go against my own rules um, and we're going to talk about a film that not only is a film I've seen before it could possibly be the film I've seen the most now here's the thing in the last probably going to forget the last couple of months I have watched the three films that I have seen the most hands down the most so Blade is a film I've seen a shit ton The Matrix is a film I have seen a lot of times now of those two Blade was pretty much as I remember it The Matrix on the other hand I seem to have, have, have watched it with different eyes got a lot more out of it now than than I ever did. The film that we're going to talk about this week that I have seen before, it could well be the film I've seen the most, although I've just had one pop into my head that I might have seen more. Filming question is the film Fight Club. I have seen Fight Club so many times that I worked on the principle I never needed to watch it again but you know when you're in that situation where lots of things point you in a certain direction it's like the world's trying to tell you something and you ultimately end up in that 
I think I'm supposed to watch Fight Club. It was very much that situation. Um, what did I watch with Brad Pitt? Oh, I watched Snatch. This is the reason that I haven't got a load of films to talk about. Because all I've been doing is watching stuff I've seen before. And I promised you that I wasn't going to do this. Talk about films I've seen before. I watched Snatch. Um, very much one of those. I'm not going to tell you about Snatch. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, but I was very much in that. Man. Brad Pitt is, is nothing short of awesome in that film. Which led me. Ultimately. To fight. I've seen Fight Club so many times. Um, it was the it was one of those I, I'd watched it like nine times in a week at one point and stuff like that. This is when it first came out. I used to have people. I used to have parties where I'd get people around who hadn't seen it, just so that I could be the person who showed it to them, so I could watch them have that realization of 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 the film. But, as we know, going back and watching films many, 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 many years later, it's like watching with different eyes. Now, obviously, when you've got the Fight Club element, it's very much in the, we all know the twist. So, you're watching it with the eyes of, I know the twist I know the outcome I know the you know this elements this and that elements that and that's that and this is that and that. but like I say when you watch it with different eyes older eyes um, a lot of time has passed eyes you see things differently um, I did look a few things up it was a film I knew I knew a lot of trivia about I knew a lot about it as a film but I did learn some stuff. So here's something that I didn't know. Um, now I saw two versions of this story. So I, I don't know which is overly correct. One of the versions was that Brad Pitt had dental surgery to put a chip into his tooth. Because he was portraying somebody who, who fought a lot. So partway through the film, he develops this chip in his tooth. Um, again, weirdly, I think I only noticed it having seen it this time. The other version of the story was that um, very similar, but um, that the chip in Brad Pitt's tooth is actually is there, and what he had was uh, the cap removed, which would then show the chip, and then after filming, had the cap replaced. Either way, either way, either way. Hmm. Um, that's pretty fucking hardcore. That's pretty hardcore for an actor. I mean, I'm all you know. I'm all about you know. You talk about your like your Christian Bales who just whose weight and um, things like that just fluctuate so much. Um, I think it's like Tom Hanks ended up getting diabetes from losing the amount of weight he lost to do castaway stuff like that but yeah either one of those stories 
if true, what I mean is one of them potentially is true. It's hard fucking car, man. Hard car. Um, so, the thing that struck me about it is Edward Norton is amazing in that film. But you can't get away from the fact that he, realistically he isn't a scrap on Brad Pitt in that film. Brad Pitt is just a juggernaut in that film. Um, I feel I feel that this goes back to a time when Brad Pitt was was one of a better way of putting it was acting. Um, you know, Twelve Monkeys, Fight Club. Um, you know, you've got Snatch. Um, these these various roles. Um, Calif. Calif. Oh, now then, which was the TV show? And which was the was the film just California, but spelled with a K? And the TV show with David David Duchovny was that Californication? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, just roles that, that Brad Pitt was really just throwing everything at and you know maybe since then his life his acting life has maybe got a bit easier um, anywho Edward Norton, Brad Pitt monstrous in it but the thing that I focused on watching it this time was for all of the for all of the little things that are in that film it's Marla it's um, Helen, Helena Bonner Carter's character that when I went going back and watching it now I was like oh my god she was she was giving it away the whole time she was telling the the, the truth the whole way through the film and you know yeah I'm not the I'm not the sharpest tool in the box that I get you know it's been a it's been a long time since I've seen it but she is telling you the whole time the deal because she's being truthful because she doesn't understand what's going on and rightly so um I know you know you reach a point in the film where they're making it more and more obvious, um, and you know go, this goes back to a time where you want you want to believe things, so you just believe what it tells you until it tells you something different. Um, but that man, that film is a masterpiece. It's. Going back and watching it, I was just filled with all the feelings and the emotions and the excitement and the that ecstatic elation of being a part of that film. Um, I don't, you know, I don't mean that's I just meant like watching it that first time and just being absolutely blown away, and then watching it again and again and again, and it's still having the impact even though you know what's coming I'm watching it this time there are so many little things so many nuances so many 
amazing shots so much you know it's, it's dark and it's grungy and it's dirty and it's it makes you feel all of that um, it's an it's an absolute masterpiece I, I did see you know there, there are various things it's listed on um, like so many lists and it's way up at the top of a lot of them um, just an absolute masterpiece um, so yeah it was it was a super fun um, experience like you know I've been having I've been having these these good old times with going back to these films that were huge parts of my life um, a really a really special a really interesting a really um, I suppose a really exciting time of my life um, so yeah thoroughly enjoyable experience uh, it's one of those I would heartily recommend um, <laughs> it's one of those if you've never seen it but I mean geez if you've never seen it that ship might have sailed because I, I don't know why you would have got to this point and I don't think my words are going to change that but if you haven't seen it maybe now's the time if you have seen it and like me you've maybe seen it a few times maybe haven't seen it for a while I would absolutely encourage you to go and give it a whirl now because it is just a masterpiece. So, moving away from all that, let's talk computer games. Um, nothing. I think I covered um, a couple of a couple of things. Um, when you when you set your mind. To, I'm going to sit down and play this game which I know is going to be a hundred plus hours it's very difficult to then do a weekly podcast to talk about that, that particular game but hey let's talk some VR because for once and I honestly think it might have been once um, I did play some VR I'm still plugging away at Stormland um, as a game uh, I find it thoroughly enjoyable um, if I had more time and more ability to spend more time playing it I absolutely would um, but as as we know time is a factor I'm afraid um, there are only so many hours in the day and uh, there certainly aren't, aren't enough of hours so I have played it uh, in the last week which is why we're talking about it now super fun super enjoyable very much so so i was like well we're talking about the same games this week so we need to talk about different parts of the games something that stands out for me with the game stormland is you don't always know that what you're doing is the right thing give you an example I hadn't played it for a little while so you know stepping back in it's a bit like oh it's just oh what does this button do what's that that sort of thing so it's like oh uh, go go here alright I've gone there 
Uh, you need to destroy 30 robots. Okay. But after a while, I was like, didn't I do this area previously? And didn't I then travel to a new area? So should I be at a new area now, or is this the right area? And the point to that is, there's no way to find out that information. You just kind of have to trust that because the game is letting you play in that area, that you're in the right area. As a game, it does leave a little bit quite a lot open to interpretation and if you're dumb like me it's like am I doing the right thing am I going to the right place should I be going somewhere else should I be doing something else and it's got like objectives and the objectives give you information and you can go um, you know you can select things on the map and stuff uh, but it's got, it's got a load of really cool features the map in question when you press for the map it opens like in front of you um, and you can kind of move around the map like physically cool little feature um, at this point in time I've got a load of different robotic arms that I can attach to to me uh, the one I'm using at the moment creates um, little drones that will attack enemies for you which is a cool little feature uh, I got so far, I got to a point where I was like, I wasn't really sure whether I knew what I was supposed to be doing. So I just went to this area where there was loads of enemies and just started killing loads of enemies. Uh, but there is this like giant um, robot that's got shields and stuff. Uh, and I was just banging my head against the wall a bit at, at that point. So um, it just so happened to coincide with needing to turn it off. So it was a bit like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. As I always like to say, uh, I will go back to it and I will play more of it when, when, oh, excuse me, when that option arises. Um, maybe Wednesday. Other game in question is uh, is still Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, like I say, it's very difficult to talk about the same game week in, week out. But when the game you're playing is, um, I'm sure it's going to be well over 100 hours. Uh, that's what happens. So, we need to talk about other things about the game. Um, this last week, I found the game to be quite glitchy. Um, the uh, a common glitch is um, cut like not cutscenes, but like the scenes where people are talking. Um, none of the characters' mouths move, uh, which is a little confusing at times. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, and then another thing that I've had uh, a couple of times is it's like the game just can't handle what it's trying to do so things just systematically start breaking like you'll be you'll be traveling along and it can't do the texturing for the stuff that's uh, around um, and then the horse will get stuck in a wall 
and then you go to do a mission and like the mission marker isn't there so you can't start the mission and it just all of these things start compounding and the game starts running slower and slower and slower and then eventually it just crashes um and then you're in a position where it's like right great because you know it's not the quickest of loading games so like, oh man i'm gonna have to go through like reloading all of that and you can guarantee it hasn't saved for a while and it's just all that sort of stuff um, I've said before that I do feel that we're now probably starting to see the difference between things like the PS4, the PS4 Pro and the PS5. Um, I never I never made the move to the PS4 Pro because um, I didn't really see the point, although I was aware that you know it was it was supposed to be better. Um, as for the PS5, I think I've talked at length about my opinions about the PS5. Uh, and you can't get one full of the money anyway, so. Um, as I say, I am still playing it. I imagine once I've finished talking to you lovely people, I'll probably be putting it on. And, um, yeah, something... Um, something that I've had people talk to me about uh, that has been expressed as a super annoying things with this, with the more recent um, Assassin's Creed games, is the leveling system. Uh, you can't go to certain places because you're not that level. You can't fight certain enemies because you're not that level. You can't kill this guy because you're not that level. I never really experienced it in the previous two games i find that when i play these games i'm naturally grinding away at them because you're doing missions and you're doing you know side missions and you're um you visiting places so you get xp for that and you uh, you get into you know fights and you get xp for that and stuff so i never really experienced an issue with the leveling in the previous couple of games but i was a, i was very much aware of its existence so although i knew it was there i didn't i didn't have a problem i didn't have to deal with it. that is not the case with this one um i've reached a point where i am actually wandering around doing any side mission i can lay my hands on because the only place that i can go to was level 130 and my character was uh level 111 a massive difference in level in there but as far as the game is concerned there is very little I can find to actually do so the leveling system is quite annoying in this um, because it's something that I've been dealing with for quite a while now um, I'd, I'd got a, a level a, a mission and it wanted me to be level 90 and I was level 67 um, and you just you're just in that position of well, well what do I do? I'm at that point now. I've unlocked that mission. Why am I not at that level? Uh, I went and did a, a mission yesterday. I think it was. Uh, one of the cool things is that it's got. This is a spoiler, by the way. Uh, but you can travel to Asgard. I won't say why. 
but that is a thing you can travel to Asgard um, and that was that was cool that was fine uh, like I say that is, that is one of the times I had to be a higher level than I was uh, and then you return from Asgard I did a load of stuff and then it was like uh, oh you can go back to Asgard it's like okay cool I'll do that when I got there I found that all of the enemies were really tough I was, what, what's the deal here checked the list of the missions and it was like you need to be level 100 a minimum of 190 to be here and I was just like I mean I'm 100 if that uh, so I tried and tried and tried the enemies were kicking my ass left right and centre and in the end I just I just had to leave so I'm really struggling with the level system in this game uh, unlike the, the other ones that do employ this, this levelling system as is the way um, I will continue with the game until the game doesn't want me to and I will keep you updated I have felt a couple of times recently like maybe I wanted something else to play and I have got um, I've got Immortals Phoenix Rising I've got Avengers um, I've still got those side missions to do on Watch Dogs um, I still need to you know I need to go back and play Hitman 3 again and do the missions differently uh, I've got the New Game Plus to do Spider-Man Miles Morales and um, and I've still got Cyberpunk in the wrapper because uh, well there's no point in even giving that a go is there so I'm a bit like I have got other stuff that I could be playing and I have felt a little bit like I needed a, a change so I wondered if there was maybe uh, maybe a little bit of that so we'll see uh, like I say my intention is to continue playing it but it's becoming increasingly more difficult to play because it, yeah it feels like it doesn't want me to it's like oh you're not high enough level but you can't get to be a higher level so I don't know maybe I'm missing something um, but we'll see admittedly I have gone to the higher level area because it wasn't showing in red it was showing in white which generally means you can go there so I have gone to a higher level area and it seems okay at the moment but I just feel like the leveling's getting further and further away from where I am I imagine it wants me to give them some money or something that's usually what these things are about um, maybe it's a setting maybe I'll have to look that up anyway that's that um yeah thank you very much for listening along and until next time i'll 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 say bye and i'll see you then so there you go what do you think of that another one done Poof. yeah youtube watchers uh be a love and subscribe in fact if you're any kind of podcast uh enjoyer whether it's uh, youtube or uh, soundcloud or itunes subscribe where you can it's a big help to us everybody jump over to the cookiecast.com check us out over there we've got social media links email links and uh well it looks pretty i guess so that's it for this one until next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then bye